Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and this lecture will be on CTA of the thoracic aorta. And it's not going to be the all and end all of uh, the thoracic aorta, but it was part of a talk I gave a couple weeks ago, and I just wanted to cover some very basic points. There's no doubt in looking at the thoracic aorta and looking at the sections, particularly looking for intramural hematoma, uh, several important protocol concepts need to be covered. So the first is non-contrast CT. If you're looking for dissection, if you're looking for the possibility of intramural hematoma, get some non-contrast CT scans first. Often the intramural hematoma will only be recognized based on its density on the non-contrast CT. You don't need thin sections every 0.75 or 0.5 millimeters, but you do need to get, let's say, every 5 millimeters through the chest. It's very simple. Then the next thing is arterial phase imaging. Obviously, we want to do arterial phase imaging for looking at the aorta. There's several ways of doing it. One, for many patients, a preset delay of about 25 or 30 seconds works very well. But particularly in older patients, particularly in patients with poor cardiac function, you may need to do a test bolus or bolus tracking to really get the best timing. Uh, either way works well. Remember, we do test bolus for the coronary arteries. Either that or bolus tracking is ideal. Choose one of them. And occasionally, you will get delayed phase imaging. If you want to know if the false lumen opacifies uh, better, you might want to do it there. So there are a number of possibilities. Now, whether you're doing a classic uh, 64 slice CT or doing dual source imaging, the protocols tend to be about the same. The only difference, of course, would be, um, in some ways, the speed and resolution. A very important thing also about whether 64 dual sources, that if you're looking at the thoracic aorta, particularly if you want to look at the ascending aorta and aortic root, you want to be doing a gated acquisition. So gated acquisition really solves all the problems of those pseudo dissections in the aortic root. It really does a very nice job. So a uh, gated acquisition is also very critical in that regard. So let's take a look at some examples. So here's a very nice case. You can see that there's high density uh, outside the arch, and I'll give you a little narrow window. You can see it's high density. That means there's blood there, and when you change the window even a bit more, and then when you give IV contrast material, you can see how nicely you can see that intramural hematoma, secondary to a small ulceration. But look how much easier it is to recognize the acuteness of that blood on the contrast study, on the non-contrast study rather, than on the contrast study. On the non-contrast study, it really sticks out at you. Now you should recognize the issues of an intramural hematoma on the contrast enhanced scans, but it's much easier in non-contrast. And then of course we do 3D mapping. Here you can see very nicely from an anterior perspective, get good visualization of the vessels coming off the arch, get good definition of the extent of the intramural hematoma, get good definition of the lumen, get good definition of the aortic root. So again, very nice visualization. And although, as you saw, the axial images do give you lots of information, and I won't disagree that in many cases give you, at least from a diagnostic perspective, all the information you might need, when the surgeon wants to operate on the patient, when we want to look a bit further at extent, when you want to look for stenting, the 3D map is indeed critical. Now I mentioned about the importance of test bolus or bolus tracking in patients, and I'll just share an example. Uh, here's a case where it was an early injection and you got a beautiful PE study. Now, if this was a PE study, then it's perfectly timed. But if it was for an aortic dissection, you can see the aorta is not opacified. It's about five seconds or so too early. 
and you'd have a very hard time picking up a subtle dissection you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time so again what's perfect for a PE is not going to be perfect for this section it's five seconds seven seconds sometimes difference but again it's true with PEs and it's true with the sections particularly for older patients make sure you do some sort of timing technique now I mentioned also gating and of course gating is really optimal for type A dissection both for true positive and to avoid false positive diagnoses the only downside of gating of course the study is a bit longer which means there's increased radiation so uh, you don't want to do gating in all situations it's also on many systems hard to do gating of the chest and then a non-gated abdomen but there is certain tremendous advantages obviously including the ability of getting a free look at the coronary artery so in this case uh, you can see uh, that the aortic root looks good it's a nice gated study but this was the case same patient previously look at those linear lines through the ascending aorta is that a dissection well it's in a funny place and you look at a few more images including the coronal is it dissection is this really a dissection is it not well one thing on this axial on your left you can see the linear line also goes to the left atrium so you know it has to be a pseudo lesion but again it's so much easier not to get in that quandary where the surgeon's breathing down your neck this is true in the trauma situation it's true in the acute chest pain situation dissection no dissection why bother arguing just do a gated study you have a beautiful aortic root here you can see in this case the root is dilated and then as I mentioned because it's gated you can tell them about the coronary arteries if they're gonna operate they want to know about the coronary